Welcome to another episode of Lunch with the Shark. Join us as we dive deep into discussions about business, accounting, and finance to help you build a business that thrives. Now sit back and have a bite with your host, the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa. Oh yes, there, there. I think uh, we have we have um, we had a technical issue. So let me let me restart. To everybody, happy Fourth of July. Have have an amazing weekend. I hope you enjoy it. Be safe. But before I forget, well, I'm not gonna forget. Before we continue with our show, I want to wish a very, 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 very long and big happy birthday to my nephew Emiliano. Emiliano, happy birthday! I wish you the best every single day of your life. Uh, seven years, dude. Um, what? How does it feel to be seven years? I think it's um, it's a great it's a great um, age. So enjoy your camping trip. I know that you're going with your family, or your friends, with my brother. Everybody down here, we love you, uh, and we hope to see you pretty soon. You and the whole family. So, people, be safe. So let's let's just dive right into our topic because it's a very interesting topic. Um, yesterday we had a very I had a very interesting meeting, an executive meeting, with a very good friend of ours and friends uh, clients of ours. And it was very interesting because I may I did a, I asked a question. I asked the CEO, the owner of the company, is like, have you recorded any sales 
that you have interacted with your clients or prospects. Her reaction was odd. Her reaction was, I am not supposed to be selling. Wow. I just kept quiet. I said nothing. Uh, the meeting continued as to why there's no sales, why leads are not converting, why the sales team is not hitting their goals. And I realized that you as the CEO and or as the leader of the company, you do have to wear multiple hats, but you're supposed to lead. You're supposed to lead by example. You're not supposed to be selling for your sales team, but at least you need to train them based on your expectations and based on what you want. So far in the last couple of days or in the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about knowing the stages of your business. In what stage are you? Um, I, I, I told you that uh, a business is like, like us humans. We go through newborn, we go through toddler, we go through childhood, we go through young adult, we go to every single phase as a human, it's seen on businesses. Have you ever felt like you have been running around in circles? And that's how I felt with her. I said, uh, her complaints were, you know what? Uh, we're, we're focusing too much in this executive meetings on organizational structure, on restructuring, on setting up systems and procedures, but um, I have no KPIs or no data or no information on sales. What information you want, we asked. I just want information. Well, we can dump you tons and tons and tons of data. We can go in circles and in circles and in circles and in circles, but if you don't have a clear focus or a clear idea as to what you want, we can help you. I can provide you as much tools for you to make decisions, but if we don't know where do you want the company to go, if we don't know the objectives, if we don't know the, the, the quotas, if we don't know the goals, if we don't know, do you get my drift? So we can go in circles and in circles and in circles. Well, it's true if you have a toddler. Ah, if you go in circles and in circles and in circles, what happens with toddlers? Toddlers are running all over the place and all you do is chase after them. Do you have a toddler at home? We do. Ana Georgia and Emma. Sobrina, Sobrina, Sobrina. And my precious little baby girl, Ana Georgia. We are just running in circles with her. I talk a lot about her because she's here uh, locally. Emma, on the other hand, she is in Guadalajara, but as well, we see her running around in circles, uh, going back and forth to her cochinita. And uh, people have to be after her in circles and in circles and in circles, going back and forth, back and forth. Same here with Anna Georgia. We go back and forth, back and forth. And it's very tiring. You don't get anywhere. 
we are continuing now with the life cycles of your business. We've spoken about the newborns. Now we're going to talk about the, the, the toddlers. Okay. Um, so as your business grows, newborn stages, and now we're going to talk about toddlers. So we spoke about the birth. We spoke about the, the newborn stage. And now we're going to go to the amazing toddler years or amazing toddler decades. That could be your business. Your business might never grow out of toddler or your business might never grow out of childhood. I, I give you an example and I mean no disrespect to, to my friend, but she might have an amazing, an amazing product. We might have amazing testimonials from the service product that we deliver through her company, but we are in a growing path, but in circles and in circles and in circles. There's no focus on the top. We might have something in our heads, but again, as I said it a couple of days ago, or I think it was yesterday, I don't read minds. If you don't know which questions to ask, ask general questions or us as consultants, we're going to start dumping you information to see what information you start reading. <laughs> Mind you, start reading because I can send you tons and 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 tons, and tons of data digest it, bullet points, but if you're just aware of one thing in your business or if you just are aware um, of, the, of the focus that you just want for your business, that's it. There's nothing else. The business, it's not just what you want, period. The business, it's not just what you want to focus on. There's legalities. There's taxes, there's accounting, there's compliance, there's deliverables, okay? It's not just, let me create programs. It's not it. So if you're running in circles, you're in toddler stages. So let's dive in. This stage is where your business begins to walk and talk on its own. Interesting. Your toddler at this age starts walking and talking. You have begun to build your management team, but you still maintain absolute control. This is a situation I'm facing right now. Okay. We have built a management team, a solid management team, but there's still control. We don't want to, we don't want to let go of our business. It's your business. Nobody's taking it away. Nobody's going to steal it. Nobody is going to run with it. It's your business, but you need to learn how to take leave or delegate that control. Your management team has begun to work together, but still relies on you for all the core decisions. Nah. Self to not make decisions. Decisions should be made by your management team, by your executive team, by your leadership team, 
okay? By them. You are only to be informed of those decisions. You are not to um, negate or uh, change those decisions because, first of all, you rest, you eliminate respect from that executive in front of your whole team. And second, you're not letting control. You're not letting go of the control. Okay. So your management team has begun to work together, but still relies on you for core decisions. You manager teams. Now I'm talking to the managers. Grow a pair. Stand up. There's a reason why you were hired. There's a reason why you are in the organization. There's a reason why you're being paid a salary or a fee for your for your consulting services. Okay? Tell the truth. Be honest. Tell them. Teach your uh, your the owner that you're consulting for how to become the true CEO so the business can grow. Okay? Everything is accelerated at this stage of development or redevelopment. We want everything fast, fast, fast. How does a toddler uh, walk? Do they walk or do they run for everything and they fall? They get up, they run and fall. That's a toddler. Do you see how, do you see the similarities? Okay. It starts to feel like a runaway train. Hey, Anna Georgia, Anna Georgia, stop, stop, come here. She runs. Even though she listens, she runs and she can care less. If she falls, she'll get up and she'll continue running. Okay. So it's like a runaway train. In business, cash flow, it's still a concern, but you're making significant progress. Cash flow, still a concern, but you're making significant progress. Cash flow will always be a concern. Trust me. Even though you have multi multi-million contracts and you have a steady source of revenue, income coming to the company, if you don't control the going out of the company, Okay, you're always going to have cash flow concerns. Always. Trust me. Cash flow concerns will never go away. Okay? So, your goal at at this point is to survive. Grow and begin for the company to live on its own. When you take your toddler to kindergarten, or pre, uh, preschool, what do you do? You're going to have to let go. It's amazingly difficult, tremendously difficult to let your toddler at the doors of that kindergarten preschool uh, uh, facility let go. But they need to learn how to survive, how to grow, and begin to live. Okay, on their own. They are a complete individual different than us. The revenue must grow because revenue will be used as if they were profits. Remember, we already made the differentiation between profits and revenue. Okay, what is it? 
revenue. It's everything that it comes into your business for the services or products that you sell. That's revenue. That's not profit. Profit is revenue minus expenses gives us the profit or the loss. I was reading in, on a um, Facebook group that they had a question there that said, what should I do if my business loses money? Well, how do you know your business is losing money? Is it a hunch? Is it because your account, your bank account is negative? Why? How do you know your business is losing money? There's different, there's multiple factors that you need to look into to make that determination. Okay. It's not a very easy way to analyze or answer. But in this stage of your business, as a toddler, you need your revenue uh, to be used as if they were profits, meaning the revenue 100%, it's going to be reinvested and reinvested and reinvested and reinvested and reinvested. What was I telling you when Anna Georgia runs? She runs, she does not walk, she falls down, she gets up, she continues running, she falls down, she gets up, she continues running. That's what you do with your revenue. You get it in, you deposit it back, you utilize it, and utilize it, and utilize it, and utilize it, okay? So that's, that's what you need your revenue for. So here are three major problems with being a on a toddler stage of your business. And we've already talked about this ones, uh, but let's just dive into them again. The first problem is cash flow. Cash flow is a problem with lots of businesses. Again, let me repeat, cash flow will always be a problem. Never, never mind if you are a big corporation. Let's look into Neiman Marcus, JCPenney, um, 24 Hours Fitness, uh, now uh, the biggest, uh, the, the, the largest franchisee of Pizza Hut in the United States yesterday declared bankruptcy. They own 1,700 franchises from Pizza Hut and they declared bankruptcy. Wouldn't you imagine that a, a store like Neiman Marcus, JCPenney, 24 Hour Fitness or this franchise company would have enough cash flow? Yeah, they have they have continuous cash flow, they have continuous sales, but whatever's coming in, it's going out times two, times three. So they have cash flow problems. And let me explain, uh, filing for bankruptcy does not mean that the company it's closing, okay? It only means that they are going through a process, a legal process that will stop any creditors from enforcing the debt that this company has and they invite them to a negotiation to restructure that debt. Either reduce it, either get equity in the company, get a new management team, a restructure, okay? If there's no agreements, then the store or the company might be liquidated. Assets will be liquidated. Some of them will be part of them. Some of them, it's a complex, but it doesn't mean that they are going to close. Chuck E. Cheese also filed for bankruptcy this 
I think last week or this week. So a lot of companies are filing bankruptcy because their cash flow, it's not there. Okay. To make sure you can get enough uh, through this lean times, I recommend having at least three months of working capital. When you start a business, when you start a business, okay, cash is the king. Cash is important at every stage of the business, but in this stage, it's very important. When we say that your revenue will become your, you, they will act as profits. Profits are utilized for your living. So what you need to do is you need to save at least three months as a backup for working capital. What is working capital? Working capital are the fixed costs and expenses that your business is incurring on. So what's fixed? Fixed is the amount or the expense or the cost that you know that it's constant in your business. What could that be? Rent, utilities, um, I don't know what else, the telephone, internet, which is part of the utilities, uh, salaries. You might have salaries which are consistent and they are paid on a regular basis. So that's a fixed cost. So working capital should be three times those fixed costs. Okay. You could even have for this working capital lines of credits, credit cards, loans, or cash. Meaning that if you need, you can tap into them and utilize them. So the total amount minimum to have would be three months, okay? Now, if you have a credit card, oh, I have a credit card. But if max out, you have nothing there. But if you have a credit line, uh, uh, your credit available, it's $10,000 for instance, and your fixed costs are $2,500 a month, then but, but you have five months there. Don't utilize that credit card or reduce the balance and you have enough capital working capital to support your business for at least three months. Now, this is not for you to use as a regular operations. This is a backup. This is a cushion. This is a support. This is your, your support structure, okay? So this will only be used for emergencies and to bridge the gap between down cycles on your business. Mind you, her assertion was sales are down. Awesome. We know that sales are down. The main focus should be on sales. But what are we going to sell? What program is the one that generates the most revenue or the most profit? Forget about revenue. Which program generates the most profit? Huh. Um, well, this program is 5000 but... Okay, so which costs do we incur to deliver that pro that that program? Well, the program blah, 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 uh, it costs me four thousand dollars, so it's a thousand dollars profit. Hmm. Which other? So do you do you see what I did? So which product are we going to sell or focus our sales because generates our the biggest profit, not revenue, profit. Okay, so that's why we're stretching the meaning or the difference between profit, revenue. Okay, so 
this capital, it's going to help you bridge low down cycles, okay? When there's no sales, when you have an accident or where something happens, like right now, we've been in a low, low uh, cycle on some industries for the last four months, March, April, May, June. Uh, July is coming up. Apparently, there might be continuation of the quarantine. We don't know, but it's already been three months. Now, we need, we during those three months, I hope, I expect you generated some revenue to replenish at least one third, at least one month in those three months. Okay. So, laying out an annual cash flow. Uh, plan will help you understand when your highs and lows are in your cash flow so you can prepare for them. Every business has a sales cycle. For instance, I'm going to talk about our industry, an accountant, a CFO a program. A CFO program, a life cycle for us to, to onboard a client approximately two to three months it's like when you are trying to uh, uh, I don't know uh, buy a house it takes you two or three months to find the ideal home uh, finance it go through escrow at least here in the US so it's same uh, we introduce ourselves we start talking we start making questions go back and forth then we start presenting a proposal, then we go back and forth. So the sell cycle, it's between two to three months. What if I don't have any clients? At least two to three months. So historically, I know that for instance, November and December are amazing months. June, July, and August are very slow months because business owners are on vacation. When our kids are out of school, most business owners tend to slow down. So we know the cycle. Do you see how well I know the cycle? So that's cash down, cash up. Does it, does, does it make sense? So at least have a plan for one year. At least. If you're starting, project. Be very realistic. Be very conservative. Okay? Don't try to say every single freaking month I'm going to grow 35% wrong if you do it call me because that's an amazing amazing achievement and i will want to have you as my guest because i want to know how you did it if you have a constant growth of 35 percent per month dude come on you're doing something amazingly right and i want to hear from you no systems and lack of accounting Shit, we talked about this over and over and over and over and i don't know why every time we're repeating it i know why because nobody nobody listens you need systems you need accounting okay i i i don't like to say it or or continue saying it because dude come on if if you don't have accounting if you don't have systems just hire somebody. Hire somebody that it's good. Not just that they're going to dump numbers without them knowing or have an idea. No. Yesterday I heard on the meeting is like, oh, let's hire a bookkeeper. We pay them $300 a year. Dude, $300 a year for a bookkeeper? 
what the fuck are they doing? Where do I get 10 of those? A good bookkeeper would not charge you $300 a year. Sorry, but it's not. Okay. And if there is, call me because I'll hire you for $300 a month. Okay. So please have systems, have accounting. They're going to be a tremendous help. They're going to be a tremendous support to help you understand your business. Numbers are important. I don't like to sound as an old broken record, repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. Please, please, please. I've heard people speak on stage and tell the same things. I try to tell myself, I'm not going to tell you again, but majority of corporations that are top 500 fortune companies have systems and have accounting. Either amazing, 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 expensive software or systems just simply designed for them or pre-made boxed systems that you can start immediately using. And as long as it's set up properly, and as long as you maintain it on a constant basis, don't expect your accounting system to do it on its own. You have to tap in the information. You have to connect your bank to your accounting system. You have to know how to use it, okay? Mind you, it's not just buying it, please, not just buying it. They are gonna help you manage the financials to give you freedom to help you operate your business. I was very, it was very enlightening to listen yesterday in the meeting and say, it's too much operations. It's too much business restructuring. I want to focus on sales. I don't want to win. I don't want to know anything else. Wow. I don't want to know anything else. So if one of your employees screw up within a contract or with an agreement, or they say the wrong thing, you don't want to know about it. That's something else. As a CEO, you must be aware of everything that goes around you. Not every single freaking detail or not just every single freaking detail that you want. I don't care about finances. I don't care about legalities. I don't care about contracts. I don't care about I don't care about licenses or permits. Fuck. I want to sell cannabis. I don't care about licensing and permits. Fuck the city. Fuck the state. I'm just going to sell them. Well, if you are willing to accept the liability that a lawsuit from the federal government is going to come your way, go ahead, be my guest. You just care about sales? Go ahead, be my guest. But everything creates a company, not just sales, not just a product. Everything creates a company. Your systems are a vital part of your company. Yes, you have to continue building systems as you sell and as you grow. So what do you think your toddler, do you think your toddler, the first time he felt, she felt, they just stay in the floor? Hells no. Do you think that your toddler starts learning one thing and after they become the expert on that, they move to the second thing? I don't think so. What I know is that at least I saw Anna Georgia 
try to learn how to eat, try to learn how to speak, try to learn how to walk, try to learn how to do, how to uh, uh, pick up colors, how to learn say words, letters. Do you see my? Do you do you get my drift? She's doing everything. She has not said like, okay, okay, uncle. Do you know what? I'm just going to learn how to talk, and after I master talking, I'm going to move to the next phase. Shit. We would never be talking or walking or anything. You have to walk parallel and learn parallel a shitload of things. And one of them, it's accounting and systems. It's specific processes for collecting payments. Do you know why you're lacking on cash flow? Because you might be selling and not collecting. Oh, yes, uh, you're going to sell a six months payment. And the first one, let me run the credit card. And who's running the second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth payment? Oh, shit. Uh, I thought you were. No, I thought you were. Oh, I thought you were. Where's the system for that? Where's the accounting uh, 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 report where you're where it's telling me, hey, hey, ding, ding, uh, you have accounts receivable. Or when all of a sudden they shut down the light, the electricity. <gasps> I thought you were going to pay the light, the electric bill. No, I thought you were. Oh, I thought I had them on, on recurrent payment. <gasps> huh. I didn't even know that we had to pay the bill. Trust me. I've heard that. I didn't even know that we had to pay a utility bill for the electricity. What planet do you live in? I don't know if you get my drift. Okay, so the next one is the business can walk and talk. So now they are others that can make decisions and create problems. Aren't you afraid that your toddler, as soon as they start walking, talking, or running, they're going to bump into something expensive in your house, drop it and break it? Ah, that's your team. Ah, those are your credit lines, your creditors, your customers. As you start growing, you have more deliverables. As you start growing, you have more responsibilities. As you start growing, you start generating profits. That creates tax liabilities. Hmm. So as you learn, as your business learns how to walk and talk, they are others also that make decisions and create problems. As a business owner, part of your task is to create a culture that people will make decisions based on the best interest of the company. Shit. If your company grows without systems and controls in place, you're just creating an entitlement culture in your business. You're just creating problems because each and every single team member has no guidance, has no idea what the fuck you want, has no idea where you want to go, has no idea what's your tolerance to fuck-ups. So the moment you start trying to implement controls, they're going to say, hey, we've been running this company for the last three, two, three, four years, and now you want to give me this control? Fuck that. I'm part of the company. Implement it to the new ones. No, that's entitlement. There, you're going to see clearly 
that they were not out for the best interest of your company. They were not there for the best interest of the clients. They were out there just because it was an easy job for them. There's no accountability. There's no responsibility. There's no metrics. Even though there were metrics, if you're lax on implementing whatever the, 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 uh, the repercussion for not hitting those metrics are, why have metrics at all for your sales team? If you tell them you need to make 20 phone calls and you need to provide me documentation or the recording for those 20 phone calls, and if you, the first time that they do not provide them to you, you don't say anything, the second time you don't say anything, the third time you don't say anything, and then all of a sudden you ask for them, what are they going to say? Well, you haven't asked for them. So let me see. Let me do a little review. Oh, you only did five here. You only did 20, 15 here. That's 20, but in five days, come on. What are you going to do? Is there any repercussion for them not to doing it? That creates entitlement. Okay? By creating a business culture that it's clear to the team, you will be able to stop a lot of problems in their tracks from the get-go. From the get-go. You don't have to be an ogre. You don't have to be an authoritarian leader. But you must be energetic, strong, and be very clear on what the fuck you want. If you want 20 calls from each of your sales team, you need to tell them. Nobody reads your mind. Nobody reads your brain. Nobody, at least I, that I know, it's clairvoyant and knows what the fuck you're thinking. Express yourself. Tell them, hey, I want 20 phone calls per day and I want them like this, like this, like this, like this. Have you teach them? My dad used to say, you need to know how to do it before you tell somebody else to do it. I used to clean bathrooms when I was young on my dad's business. He taught me. You need to know how to do it before you tell them how to do it. If you don't know how to do it, you cannot teach someone how to do it. Very, very important. If you're taking something out of this, this uh, today's episode, it's that. You will also need to understand that the higher the level, the higher the devil. That's a very, very interesting, okay? Which means that the bigger your company grows, the bigger the problem. Not because you have a full team means that you can go relax and rest. You have to be able to go relax and rest, but you always need to be vigilant. You always need to be vigilant. It's your business. It's your capital. It's your. You have a lot. You have to let go the small things and really look at the big things to determine the underlying problem. Stop cherry picking 
which problems you want to attend to and which you're going to take a blind eye. Stop cherry picking your problems. Stop cherry picking what you think it's going to make your company grow. Everything it's going to make your company grow. And as a leader, as your company grows and faces from newborn to toddler and from to from toddler to to childhood, from toddler to childhood, you cannot you cannot cherry pick the problems that you want to attend to. Okay? So, it's been a very very interesting uh, lunch with the shark. Uh, I actually had not this prepared. Uh, Jeff sent me this a couple of days ago as part of the series. And yesterday's meeting and a couple of other meetings with clients and things like that, they fall right into this category. Even though they think that they're an adult or they are like growing, they are at toddler stages. It's very, very interesting. But they don't realize it because sometimes it's your ego. Sometimes it's your perception. Because if you're making 20, 30 million dollars, oh, I'm a big company. I'm playing with the grown-ups. Fuck. The grown-ups are taking care of you, dude. You're still a toddler. So if you have a pressing question, if you want to talk to us, if you want to say something to us, send us, send us an email. Uh, send us a uh, like us on our on our um, um, social media. Send us everything. Talk to us. Uh, set up a meeting. Uh, our consultation. Sorry, I didn't put them up. I was very into our conversation. I actually enjoyed this this uh, this conversation today with you, uh, with everybody that is uh, watching us. And so there's nothing else for me to say today uh, other than I hope you have an amazing weekend. Relax, decompress, perch your brain, perch your brain, watch a good movie on your TV. Don't go out. If you don't need to go out, don't go out. Take care of your elder, elderlies. Uh, Emiliano, we love you. We love you, papi. Happy birthday. Uh, and to everybody that it's uh, having a celebration, a birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, America. I have an amazing 4th of July weekend. And um, I hope to see you next week. Uh, we're going to have amazing guests. We'll have my cousin, uh, Primo del Toto. Uh, he's going to be talking about numeritos. And uh, we'll have other, other guests. I think we're having Carla. She's going to talk about uh, verbal and nonverbal communication assertive for entrepreneurs it's very important because uh, we we all think that people can read our minds i sorry I'm, I'm i'm sorry at least i can't i can't read minds i might think what i might know what you're thinking but i can't read minds so have an amazing weekend it's been an amazing uh day see you pretty soon thank you for listening to lunch with the shark if you would like to set up a consultation with the Shark CFO, Vidal Espinosa, visit his website www.invictus-advisors.com and don't forget to subscribe on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and LinkedIn.